welcome to the Second Summer Podcast with Alan Burgess and Dan Maycumber. How's it going, Al? <laughs> Busy. Busy, my friend. Non-stop. Matter of fact, we're doing road right now, aren't we? Both of us. We are. We are. Yeah, so if you guys notice uh, a little bit of difference in sound quality for this episode, uh, sorry about that, but we're trying to get get something recorded and get something out to you guys because it's been a little while, so... Al and I, I've got a three-hour drive, and Alan's on the road, too, so we figured what better time than now, huh? Funny, it's like, that's all we do, isn't it, Dan? That's it. That's it. I mean, you decide, you see what you want to do, and you get an opportunity, and you strike while the iron's hot, you know? Look, I, I don't think I'd have it any other way. I have to stop remember to be grateful. Like, I get so busy, and I start thinking, oh, man, I got this to do, I got that, and I think, oh, man, you know, why don't you take a breath for a second, think about how good things are. It could be a lot worse. There were times when it was a lot worse. Yeah, it's funny. People complain about not having enough time, and it's like, man, we should be thankful we don't have enough time, because <laughs> my time is taken up with some awesome stuff, so I think that's a really good point. Well, I think about that, too. Like, I think about... Um, my alone time. How if I have some alone time, I just love it. So but the reason is the reason I love my alone time so much is I don't give very much of it. Because I don't right. need very much of it. Because I start to have very much alone time. I start to really not like my alone time. I am not built to isolate. And I don't do well when I isolate. Yeah. Yeah, I've started uh you know, maybe a year, maybe two years ago, I started on my commutes. I would you know, throw on the Jocko podcast or an audio book or, or some other podcast about self-improvement or whatever. And I just love just getting lost in that kind of, that time by myself where all I'm just thinking about is what's going on, you know. I'm, I'm getting into this mindful meditate, you know. Yeah. So we're no Buddhist monk, so please don't take this as like me teaching you how to do it. I would try to recommend it something. Do what I'm doing. Maybe look into a book or there's some really great videos on YouTube. Don't don't take what I'm telling you instruction on how to do it. I'm just talking about what I'm in, what I'm like looking to do. And it's like this idea, you know, of like meeting my thoughts with compassion and I'm really into it. So like the idea is that when I try to chase a thought away from my mind, it doesn't work very well. So Instead, I'm trying to just analyze, like, yeah, this is how I feel when this happens. Because when I try, actually try not to think about something that's say bothering me, it actually magnifies it and makes it worse. So I'm, like, yeah. really focusing on that. And it's been interesting because that trying to get rid of a thought, that's what creates the conflict. Amazing how it works. Right, yeah, because you, so in the Navy, we've started to, this thing where we, uh, in boot camp, they started doing this thing they call it warrior toughness. And it's based off years and years and decades, probably, of uh, sports psychologists with high-level athletes, uh, Navy SEALs, and this kind of stuff. And they, and I was fortunate enough to go back to boot camp and go through their warrior toughness. It was really cool to see. And they talk about visualization. So before they go in the pool to do their swim qual now, they have them, before they even leave their barracks, they stand there and they close their eyes. They do a breathing exercise. They visualize themselves in a pool they get into insane detail and you can really you know if you were to stop and really like visualize yourself going into a pool you get details enough you can feel like you're actually there you know you smell everyone knows what that so 
that's like a mindfulness thing where it's like you're present in the moment and rehearsing that thing that you're about to do. And you go into things like self-talk and, um, yeah, you know, mind, I, yeah. other mindfulness exercises. And it, it's like scientifically proven to increase performance. So, I mean, this isn't just like nonsense kind of stuff. This is, which is funny too, because I feel like when I was growing up, if somebody would have talked to me about this kind of thing, I'd be like, oh, that's some like hippie nonsense and, and write it off and not even try it. But now I'm a little more open and like, man, this stuff is actually working. Cool. I've definitely come to a point where I believe that there's no scoffing anything. Like, but seems to work for me is learning how different trying to apply them if it won't work something else and if they do work sticking with them and i think that like all too often we take the approach of do something that doesn't work for me work and that's that like that's like that mentality where we grow up right it's funny it's funny because i don't get it but you see it all the time right you're gonna die really unhappy, angry, and telling me that the way that I'm doing things to try to be more at peace with my thoughts is stupid. <laughs> so, what are you doing to try to get your thoughts? You know? So, and you all getting offended by that. What's that? I said, yeah, that guy's like, I'm just here getting mad, man, and it's working for me. Yeah, yeah. And all part of where I'm at is trying to have empathy Man, when you're ridiculing how someone else is trying to find, you must be in a lot of pain. Because that doesn't come from a spirit that feels full. So, like, you're trying, it doesn't always work. And always I'm trying to, like, acknowledge bother me instead, learn from it. Say, that's how I don't want that come from a place of pain. I know when I ridicule other people, it's from a place of pain. I'm feeling pain inside me. That's a Yeah. Yeah, well, and I, I want to circle back around to something that you brought up there couple minutes ago and that's uh you know if if something's not working for you or something that weren't didn't work for somebody else doesn't mean that it doesn't work and all that kind of stuff i think that that ties we were talking about last episode where you're talking about do something that's wrong right so you get this person that your normal views you'd say okay well that's a little bit out there i don't know if i'll try that because i'm gonna do whatever reason well i'm afraid of silly or something else try it Exercise. 
The exercise is to not engage in those thoughts. And when you do, guide yourself back to your breath gently. Well, there's many different forms of, of meditation, but that's the most common one and the, probably the one for beginners is the way I've understood it. But that's a big part of it right there. It's learning what you're doing. I've, uh, right. well, I'm, just like just like with everything, too, there's another side of that, too, is you should look into what you're doing and why you're doing it. You know, we talked about finding your why and all that, and you do that with every deliberately do in your life. The other side of that, too, when you have with health, you'll find it with nutrition, you'll find it with meditation, that there's so much data out there. You want to be careful not to get yourself in the trap of paralysis by analysis, right? Where you're in some overload of like, oh my goodness, I don't even know where to start. And that's where it, that's where it comes into, you know, do something wrong. Now that's not to say don't do your research. You should do your research, but you should also limit it much, um, you know, to, to the point where you feel like you do it properly, you know, yeah. and then give it a shot. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that. Like, you know what else, but like, because I think that you probably see this all working out though too, don't you? Where someone just goes to the gym and just haphazardly lifts some weights and different doesn't target any muscle group or anything, and it's like, hey, hey, you really can use some basic fundamentals. Now from there we can go a lot of different directions, but you need some basic fundamentals. You're better off to instead of just assuming that you know what to do, doing some basic lists take you a long way. And like, you want to know like where else I've learned this is uh, something we do a lot in my recovery is we look up definitions for stuff. Like, yeah. that can be so powerful, especially when you're trying to, like, really be mindful of what's going on around you. Like, for example, the definition of the word hate is something I've recently, um, I've recently looked up. Because I hate a lot of people, right? Not a lot of people. I shouldn't say that. I don't hate a lot of people. But, but when you're mindfully examining your resentments, right? So... Yeah. You're not thinking about the general world around you, right? You're not thinking about the the 600 million people in the or billion, what, however many, six billion people in the world that there are. You're not thinking about how you hate them all. You're thinking about the seven people on this planet that you hate, right? Right. And you're like, I hate that guy. And then it's like, for me, well, define the word hate. Look up the definition of the word hate. And I found it very interesting because I wish I could quote it perfectly right now, but I can't. But in there it says, a passionate dislike for someone. So that is literally helping me to not hate. Because I'm looking at it, do I have passion? Do I have, Do I want one of my passions to be my dislike for somebody? Right. I don't want a, anybody right. that has harmed me or, or got me to the point of a resentment. I don't want to have passion towards that. I want my passion to be for recovery. To be for helping people, to be for unconditionally loving. That's where I want to put my passion. I don't want to have a passion yeah, for my dislike. The amount of energy that you put into anything that you call your passion—it's crazy, right? So it's—it's it's insane to think that you can use that energy in a more positive way than for hate, right? Yeah, that's the thing right there. That's what I find interesting about like finding things and really like. Focus on point of what I'm trying to accomplish, but I do understand you can go both ways. Yeah. You call that analysis paralysis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, paralysis by analysis. Yeah, you get overloaded. I've I've talked to so many people that are like, you know, they want to start to work out, but they've read 
300 articles and they just don't know where to start because there's so many people and all these people, you know, they have the, they have their picture and their biography of the article or whatever. And they're all jacked, right? They're all huge and great shape, whatever it is. And they just don't know who to listen to or what method to listen. And sometimes the best way is just to start, you know, you do something even if it's wrong and then keep going at it and just give yourself the time to find out what you don't, what you like or what you don't like about a certain process. And then you can just, you can either abandon it completely and try something else that's completely different. Or maybe what you might find is that you just make a couple small adjustments here and there and you find something that works great. Yeah. You know? I agree with that. You know, it reminds me of kind of like, I used to spend time um, wanting to discredit people's belief systems on a lot of things, you know? And now I don't do that. Like, if it works for you, do it. Do it. Do it, man. Whatever we do, not, even if we're in right, people wrong with me or what. If it's working, if you're feeling good about it, do it. Well, I know that this is going to be kind of on the shorter end of what we normally do, um, but we're on the road and we're trying to. I'm interested to see how this uh, how this one comes out. This is the first on road episode. Um, Hey, maybe this, if it works out and it's not uh, annoying audio, then maybe this will become a, uh, a regular thing for us. So just figured we'd give this a shot, a quick episode with you guys. Um, you know, the big takeaway from here is keep going, do something, even if it's wrong, and then keep going with it. Make small adjustments as necessary. In the, what is it, just for today, right, now? That's right. Just for today. today. Do the you next know? right thing. If you did, it doesn't matter what you just did. I don't care what happened five minutes ago. And I mean that. I don't care what happened five minutes ago. Let's just do the next right thing. That's it, man. That's that's a great great way to put it. Well, we've uh, we've got our second order of our second summit crew member shirts out. So uh, hopefully you guys have those. If you do, go ahead and throw up a uh, a picture of you doing something cool. And your second summit shirt up on the group. Uh, we'd love to see that. And if you're listening and you don't have a shirt and you want one, hit us up on Facebook and we'll get another order going. All right. I've got one extra large T-shirt and one large female tank top um, that are unclaimed. So if you want one of those, hit me up. There's no ordering or anything necessary. Those are just in my closet, ready to rock and roll. And if it's anything else. We'll just put another order in and make it happen. So, um, as always, check out our YouTube channel, our Facebook page. Just stay out there motivating people, all right? Uh, Al, you got anything else for the crew? Keep doing it. It's a way. That's it. All right. Sounds good, Al. Well, here we go. Until next time, see you right here. We'll all be a little bit better.